Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is the Vencast Studio Collection. Welcome, welcome to episode 30 of Riding the Pine. I am Hondo here with Guy. Yo, yo. And we got, we got Kay Dizzle back in the building for, for another episode. What up? Oh man, 30 episodes in, 30 episodes in, Guy. Congrats, this is, dude. This is a big one. Yeah. This is a big Congrats. one. So uh, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun over the last season, starting from the dog days. But man, it's, it's the most wonderful time of the year right now. You know, people would typically call Christmas and like the holiday season. Forget that. It's, it's in April. It's in April when we're getting into the NBA playoffs. Right. <laughs> This episode is dedicated to the one and only Stephen Curry. Yeah, I don't. We don't really want to mention anybody else. It's probably just not advantageous to even go. That's it's probably direction. just family members, really. <laughs> <laughs> Steph Curry, Del Curry, uh, Seth Curry, like yeah. you know, whatever. We'll just the, the Curry family. Here you go. <laughs> Served on a player. Don't say we didn't ever do anything for you guys. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what we always do. So. You have 24 seconds, 24 seconds to give your story of the week. All right. Starting now. Oh, yeah. Boom, boom. You know, there's a lot of great highlights this week. The Westbrook game winner, the Westbrook put, uh, come from behind and uh, put it in overtime. Um, but easily, dude, the highlight of my week this week in the NBA was this insane whiff by DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan goes to the free throw line. You know, you're going to expect one for two, maybe a zero for two, but you don't always expect this anomaly free throw where it's just like it's so bad that the commentators are calling it cancerous like commentators are saying it's a, it's a, it was a scare throw but the funniest part was when you watch it back on slow-mo watch it back on replay and it's Devin Booker the opposition going alright I gave you a couple of shot clocks there yeah. just to you know whatever I had to, I had to work through that I uh, all right, all right, Kay Dizzle, you have 24 seconds starting now. Um, I'm going to go with David Nwaba, <laughs> new, uh, newly signed guy from the NBDL. Nice. Uh, Cal Poly product, I think. He went off for 19 points last night, cool. career high. Um, Who was against? I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> all right. You're putting me to sleep. All right, all right. Sorry. Hey, you, you got it, you got it. So, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with, I like the fact that Houston breaks the three-point record and there are still weeks to go in the NBA season. 1,078 three-pointers made this season against the previous record, which is set the previous season, 
for Golden State. Absolutely unbelievable. I also love the fact that Portland is on a heater, making a run, making a run here. So much more to come in the episode. So that is it. <laughs> you, you shot clock your own story. I, 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 yeah. Well, just because I slammed it home, I slammed it home real quickly here. All right, let's get into a couple of games. So you know what? We're just gonna we're gonna go right into it. We have to go right into it. There's no other option. So we are gonna go right into gameplay. So 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 we are gonna go. gameplay this week is basically our RTP game of the week is a little bit of an anomaly versus the season but it's it's Houston versus Golden State but there were two games so we highlighted both of them so let's let's start out with the game from from 328 this is Warriors over Houston 113-106 man Warriors are just kind of dominating this series right now and they are hot they've won I think they've won 11 yeah just 11 straight, and they've completely crushed Houston when they're trying to make a run at it. So um, I think Houston's, like, on a three-game losing streak. But when you play the Warriors twice, twice. not great, not great. So yeah. so basically, let's just dive into this game. So over 50% from the field for Golden State. They're just – they are on fire, and they have all components rolling. So it's like the bench is going – the other players are going. They don't have the dominance of like a single player. You know, they they have their top players, obviously, and with the bench supporting them like this, they're going to be deadly in the playoffs right now. I agree. I think um, there's a rise with the Golden State Warriors. They're back. You know, Draymond Green's playing probably the best of his career, if not the season for sure. Um, and it's kind of funny you said the word fire, and it's peaked like a phrase. You know, like a pretty common idiom, like fight fire with fire. You know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always work. Oh, and yeah. Houston's trying their best. And yeah. honestly, they they kept it close. And that's the closest they could ever be by playing that style, you know? But then you're yeah. playing with Eric Gordon, Ryan Anderson, and others versus Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and others. You know, like, who's going to score more yeah. from three? It's obviously going to be Golden State. Yeah. So. Let's talk about a stat from this game. Houston was abysmal from three. They yeah. shot 16%. Yeah. 16% from three. Absolutely yeah. terrible. That's... Harden was like one for nine from three. Right. However, on, on the positive side for Houston, Capella was just shooting lights out for them. Like right. nine for ten. Right. And just, He's eh, not shooting anything. Well, not, not, not shooting, but like, <laughs> but still nine for ten is, is outrageous yeah. in terms of field goal percentage. Can we, let's talk about one thing that, that I kind of ran into looking at, the, uh, looking at the stat sheet for this game. What I don't understand the Rockets' bench strategy, and especially what the Rockets will do as they get into the playoffs here. Okay. So, I mean, because they only had, like, three active players on the bench. Sure. So, I mean, what is the... What's the strategy? Like, I mean, I'm, what's I'm not... the strategy? I mean, obviously, we, we've talked a lot about the run and gun and everything like that, but is it... Why don't they have more active players on the bench? So, I don't know the answer to that, but I do know that, um, A, they probably were either... Resting, soft resting, or just injured. Okay. But I do know that they have um, a kind of a weakness um, at the five spot if Nene and Montrezel Harrell are in foul trouble. Yeah. Which is quite common. Yep. And I think they have Clint Capella, too, just chilling out there. But Okay. So with the three of them, they're fine. But it looks like they've only played three players on the bench, and that's usually Sam Decker, Lou Williams, and Eric Gordon. 
Okay, so let, let's uh, talk about the other game. This was Warriors versus Houston on 331, 107-98, Warriors winning. There are a crazy, stupid amount of field goals in this game. There are almost 200 <laughs> field goal attempts. Like, what? what is wow. going on? Um, was it 187 to be exact. Isn't that like the police code for homicide? Yeah, yeah it's homicide. Murder. Like, yeah. you guys just murdering, like, the yeah. number of shots you're throwing up. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. It's today's NBA. I don't... It's funny, though. Like, Ryan Anderson, Eric Gordon, even Lou Williams. Lou Williams probably is the only one that can. He's the only one that can sh- create a shot for himself, right? Mm-hmm. Out of those people. Otherwise, they're just shooting from three. Otherwise, you know, they're not doing a whole lot of other things. But, like, Clay Thompson... Iguodala, Livingston, Clark even, and Steph Curry, they can all make a two-point shot. They can all have a mid-range game. So they're always going to have a jump-shooting team, but if you're reliant on the three and you're 16% from one game and you're 30% from another game, you know mm-hmm. that's not great success. DMP you know? cramps. Oh, sorry. Yeah, DMP cramps, uh, cramps I've never seen for that Patrick McCaw. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's part of it. I guess they have to get really descriptive these days. <laughs> really descriptive. Yeah, Kevin Looney with the left left <laughs> hip left injury, injury because the right hip injury that would be a different story. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I don't know. I mean, there's not really a whole lot to highlight. It's just it, it, those two were combined for RTP game of the week. Obviously, Golden State ran ran them to the ground, and we'll we'll basically kind of see what happens. However, however, playoff pe- people bring out different levels of game in the playoffs so i don't know if this is like it's it's telling what golden state will bring but i still i'm not i'm not ruling houston out for doing something crazy so Uh, yeah coach of your candidate for sure is Mm d'antoni i would say he has a lot of things up his sleeve right now for combating golden state because he's running this a very similar offense yeah i would say that um it's a good offense for the regular season, but it's super predictable mm-hmm, for Houston. Yeah. So you better change it up for the postseason. Yeah, and I would also say that they've been practicing that kind of shit, and they're just not exposing, they're not revealing any of their strategies. Okay, and I would, I can't wait for that second round playoff series if that <laughs> happens with Houston and I Gold State. It's going to be a good series. Yeah, it'll just depend on three point shooting from from either team if that ever happens. It'll yeah, be. I mean, I hope it's another factor other than <laughs> three point shooting. Like, I hope someone can do something other than that. I but love um, three point yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah, but that's what it'll probably yeah. get down to. All right, let's talk about a few other games uh, as we move along here. So San Antonio versus OKC from three thirty one. San Antonio ended up pulling this one out, one hundred to ninety five. Basically, this game is interesting because OKC is leading the charge. They're basically up by seventeen for for part of this game, and then it's San Antonio's game. They just keep chipping away. Yep. They keep chipping away, and they do things with consistency. And just if you have Kawhi leading that charge, he is a dangerous person to just to let take over the game because he's got all he's got the x factor to bring it back to him to take to take it over fully he's like the john the ringer posted an article comparing Kawhi leonard to john wick and i loved it it was one of my favorite articles and it's true yeah yeah he has an arsenal he just like unloads his jacket and has all these guns to him yeah like he can do he can do the shot put he can do a sky hook he can do uh, you know, regular two pointer, long two point. He can, he's deadly from three. He dunks it with you know Larry Nance Jr. ferocity. Yeah, he's got mm-hmm. the old man game. He's got the young man game. Like he's very like in the the pace that he plays with. He's never not in control. That's what's really cool about him. Yeah. And but he's kind of like he's not boring. But his team is kind of boring. So his he's team, never in the conversation. His team is boring, but they're consistently good. That, 
it's it's one of the problems that we've had with RTP this this season is just talking about the Spurs because yeah. they don't they don't bring that that flash that fire that drama right. they bring consistently good play right. just like sleep on fundamental them. play and that that's that's what they have and that's why they're going to be deadly but when we get into the playoffs it it'll get interesting it'll get interesting yeah because the reliance on Patty Mills is is great uh, but in the postseason I don't know right like. Yeah, it's gonna kind of be exposed a little yeah, bit sometimes. Right. And Dwayne Dedman and like Manu Ginobili, 30, 40 year old Manu Ginobili, like he's not gonna have that amount of effort that he can give in the seven game series mm-hmm. because he's playing on back to back, back to back kind of games. Like, um, is this is this the last season you guys think, or is he? Uh, I think so. I definitely think yeah. so. And I think um, you know Tony Parker is a huge X factor for them. Yep. I hope I hope they have a one last run in it for the Spurs. But um, yeah, but but they're they're capable of building it up. I mean. <laughs> but David Lee's been a patient beast, and um, Pau Gasol is like a defensive machine, and so I'm excited for them, but it's just like, do I tune into their games? The answer is right. no. Yeah. All right, let, let me just talk about two stat lines from this game, uh, just comparing the uh, comparing the beasts against one another. Uh, Westbrook goes 32-15-12 and 12 in this game. Uh, Leonard goes 28-8-2. and two. See, Leonard just doesn't have that assist game, <laughs> which Westbrook has, but he's, he still has it. All right, let's talk about it, another couple of games. Blazers over the Rockets. This was, uh, I believe, this was our NBA Thursday game, right? Uh, it, well, it wasn't, but it was the game after. It was the game after. The first okay. game was the Bulls and the Cavaliers, where the Bulls won so, over the Cavs. So the Blazers end up pulling this one out, 117-107. Um, a special highlight in this game, Houston sets the NBA record for threes. Like partway through the third quarter. So yes. obviously they've surpassed they, they didn't actually hit that many threes in this game, but they, they did set the record, and it's 1,078, as I alluded to earlier what is the, what is in this episode. Mean? But, I mean, that is like, it's just, it's showcasing what the new NBA is, like yes. how many three-pointers these teams are taking. Yeah. There's weeks left to the season. <laughs> yeah. um, but this is a huge win for Portland. And they oh, are, yeah. I think they've won like, I think they've won like six straight or something. Yeah. And really just getting into this. However, there is an X factor that really kind of screws them up. I think I think statistically they'll be fine, but get uh, Nurk, Nurkic uh, getting injured in this game is not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think he got injured like with four or five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, and they didn't really know what was happening, so they continued to play. I um, He got like a dunk after, right? Yeah, I think a couple plays after that, too. Um, well, he's out for two weeks, which is the remainder of the season, and we just hope and pray for Aaron and Portland fans everywhere like that they get in there. But um, you know, Denver has a pretty incredible schedule coming up. Uh, Portland probably is going to have to go like uh, at least three and three, or if not four and two, to keep the pace. But they're two games, and I believe two games ahead of uh, Denver. Yeah. So Denver has to kind of win out. Yeah. And that's... But they're playing. So I'm looking at the schedule here, upcoming for Portland. Looks like they have the T Wolves. They'll have a tough one against the Jazz. Spurs is not going to be an easy one for them. Uh, they should be able to pull it off versus the Pelicans. So it'll be, it will be interesting to see. They that. have the T-Wolves twice. Oh, they have the T-Wolves twice. The third okay. and the sixth and the Jazz versus Pelicans. Yeah, so that's interesting. Okay. And Denver has, you know, Houston, and I think they have um, a couple other teams too that are sure not, they're not favorable matchups for them. But, you know, Denver has a full roster. So 
Like you can't count them out. And nope. you know, I would rather see Denver in the playoffs, but yeah. for Portland, then this Nurkic story is amazing, and you kind of got to root for them. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Is this the last week before the playoffs start? Um, it's officially a week and a half, so okay. it's like uh, before the playoffs start. It's mid-April. Yeah. yeah. So we're like the first week of okay. April. So cool. yeah. All right. So our our last game, kind of moving on, is the uh, is the Spurs. Spurs absolutely destroying Cleveland, and this isn't much of a game, but I wanted to highlight how lopsided this was because I wouldn't have predicted this going in. This is from 327, uh, 103-74. LeBron gets kind of hurt in this game. There are only two Cavs players in double digits. LeBron is leading the charge with like 17. I'm just like, what the hell was going on in this game? And there was nothing. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what didn't happen. The 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 Cavs did not make any threes in this game. They were like four for twenty six. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Just go in the paint for God's sakes. At least you have a chance. Yeah, I think this is really it's tell it's more telling than it's not. It's you like know? a clown car for this this episode. <laughs> they better get it together for the playoffs, or they're going to be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think this is telling for the playoffs, but this was this is like when they go cold, they go cold. You have Tristan Thompson. You have you have players capable of going real cold. Mm-hmm. So, well, who is uh, Tristan Thompson dating currently? Is it a Kardashian? If it's a Kardashian, I, I don't know. I mean, it's the curse of Kardashians. <laughs> um, but real real talk though, um, you know, love is hurt. Thompson's not. He's kind of just like there. He's not really. Yeah. Producing, and I really think that they're coasting as of like a month ago. Yeah, right? they're not ready for the season to be over, but yeah. because they're showing it, but they want the season to but be they're over. But they're they're going to run up to against some considerable heat in the East right now. Yeah. Boston, Boston is playing. Washington is playing. Toronto. The, the is, East is as, as good as it's ever been. Yes. in a long time. In and a long time, they can't coast. They can't be fucking road tripping while they. You know, on, they have a podcast called Road Tripping. They can't be road tripping while they're in the postseason. You know, don't, don't. Do you remember last season? Like they were like snap. They had their Snapchat game. Richard Jefferson and Channing Frye and all those yeah. other monkeys were on the Snapchat. Like they were just like lousy fair. They were like making it really easy. You know, because they were coasting. They're four owing everyone. Yeah. yeah. But I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're gonna do it. I don't. I don't think they're gonna do it in the playoffs. But we'll we'll get into that in a special playoff prediction episode. All right, we're going to move on to some highs and lows for this week. All right, started off, started off some major, major highs. Terrence Ross throws down just a stupid 360 dunk last week. This thing, this thing is a contender for like play of the year. For sure. Unbelievable. <laughs> like It got me so hyped. You have to just be just brazen to go game. and attempt a 360 dunk in a game. game. Yeah. It's, this isn't an exhibition game like we've seen from, from Levine. This is like, <laughs> no, this is a live game. I'm just going to do a break, break away and just go for a 360 dunk. Man, Ter- Terrence Ross, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, some other favorable moments from this last week. Portland. We had talked a little bit about it. Portland nine one their last ten, man. Six consecutive wins, nine one. Uh, Golden State ten and zero in their last ten. Absolutely incredible. Chicago is making a run. Chicago is making a run. Like I can't shout out to shout out to Danny from N- NBA Thursday. I can't bet against Chicago on any NBA Thursday games because they completely they, they completely win every. <laughs> Every time, and it's just like I do not want to bet again. I do not want to bet for them, but they just do. It. Well, setting the stage is 
TNT games with the Bulls at home. Right? <laughs> They're unstoppable. <laughs> They're unstoppable. <laughs> it's like the Portland openers. Never, never bet against the uh, against right, Portland right. on the opener. Right. The parameters are set. Um, okay, some other uh, some other awesome stats here. Westbrook now has forty one triple doubles this season. You know what's funny? Like just thinking about that in terms of double doubles. Um, I think he's probably in the category of like top five for double doubles this yeah. season. With triple doubles, yeah. like I know it's like I like, Cat, I know it's Drummond, I know it's like two others, and it's probably Westbrook. Can I? I, I gotta, I gotta say something funny here. There's like the, uh, like I have a tough time, like even com- like comprehending getting like 41 like double cheeseburgers. Oh yeah, yeah, or or or, or triple cheeseburgers, but like triple stacks. Yeah, triple stacks. Like he is just he is doing that with points every day. Like every <laughs> so, every single crap. day. I probably have had like 41 triple stacks in the course of my career <laughs> as an adult fat <laughs> adult piece of lard, but he's he's putting me to shame, man. I got to up my triple stack game. You gotta, <laughs> all right. Hey, hey, Guy, break down what what uh, what Harden has has done this season. This is a se- this is the season of storylines, really. Like Harden, Westbrook, everyone, right? Harden is the first player to ever score two thousand points and two thousand assists in the same season. That is kind of crazy to me because two thousand points means you average twenty five a game minimum, right? And assists over eighty two means you have to average a double double. Like it's insane, and that's what he's doing. Mm. Kerr is the fastest coach to reach 200 wins. Obviously, when you have a team that's in a category that's the first team since Jordan's Bulls to win 60 straight games in three consecutive seasons, you're going to have about 180 games, right? So, pretty crazy. Yes. But these are fun little... Some of those are Luke Waltons, I think, though, right? (laughs) Yeah, a little asterisk to his name. Like the cork bats. (laughs) The cork bats. The the Luke Walton asterisk. (laughs) The The deflate gate. Super Bowl champ. I love yeah, that. That's <laughs> All right. So, okay. Let, let's talk about some other notable stats for this last week. So, from a points perspective, Westbrook absolutely killing it. 165 points over four games. Like, man, 40 point, averaging 40 plus points a game. That is stupid. Just stupid. CP3, who's managed to be completely off our radar for the last little bit, he's, he's running the dime department quietly. Those guys are playing some serious minutes out in oh, yeah. uh, out, out in LAC. Like <laughs> yeah. they are just like work for it. Yeah, you work for it right. like as much as you can do, and they don't they don't stand a chance. <laughs> um, all right, so Dame, a couple other uh, notable stats here. Dame had. 47 three-point attempts this last week, Whoa. which is pretty high. Um, boy, this I, I haven't even seen anything like this this season. <laughs> Westbrook takes 116 field goal attempts, which is 35 above John Wall, who also so had 91 attempts. Unbelievable. Uh, Trevor Arisa also has 17 steals in the last four games, which is uh, Dynamite. a pretty notable stat. Yeah. Wait, uh, so wait, Damian Lillard with 47 three-point attempts this week. That's, that's like three or four games. Yeah. It's, that's a crazy amount of attempts. Uh, it's f- like, I think it's five games for, for, oh, for, for Portland. Portland. But but still, that's a lot. So of, about 10 a game. Yeah. yeah. And they're 6-0. and Yeah. That's an interesting like phenomenon because that's a winning formula for them. Like, that's more to come probably. Yeah. Like, yeah it, 
I don't know how to read it fully, but well, because uh, he runs typically aggressively in the in the first halves, and then he runs out of steam and he takes shots when he's out of gas. Okay, if he's like consistently th- shooting ten a game, like, yeah, there it's it is. A winning formula. There it is. We we figured it out. It's, he's it's, he's a Steph and uh, Westbrook like hybrid. I, I think he he's super athletic. That's why I I really like him a lot. Yeah, he's he's a phenomenal player. Definitely has it. All right, so let's go. Let's go a little bit into some terrible moments of this last week. <laughs> Phoenix is absolutely garbage right now. Absolutely garbage. I think that the best Phoenix moment is actually Booker just looking at uh, uh, DeAndre Jordan's look, free throw. Lo- looking at DeAndre Jordan's <laughs> free throw because they have no skills over the last little bit here. Phoenix is now zero and ten in their last ten, and they've actually lost eleven straight. So yeah, they're an interesting spot. I, they're obviously awful. Which is their interesting spot, but like with the draft, it's crazy because should they draft a Fultz or a Ball? Yeah. If they get the top pick, yeah. Should they draft, uh, you know, a Josh Jackson or a you know Jonathan Isaac when they have Bender and Chris and you know? So it's a little crazy for me to see what they're going to draft. But they need players right now. They need players that can fucking ball. Yeah. So the Rockets, other terrible moments here. The Rockets are really sliding this last week. I mean, they've played some tough games, but this is not the time for them to slide. They need to be they need to be kind of going back and forth. They've lost three straight. Yeah. Not reading too much into that. Much. Too much into that one. However, ATL is playing miserable ball right now. Mm-hmm. And they're I think they're they've already locked a spot or no, no they haven't locked a spot. No. But they are like they are two and eight in their last ten. You got to play better than that to uh, keep up in the East. They're so, gonna they're gonna have some fierce competition so, first first round. So players missing or or MIA on milk cartons right now is Paul Millsap and Ken Bazemore. <laughs> yeah, they're injured. Yeah, they they're not found, and so they're relying on Tim Hardaway Jr., who is exactly who he is. Is Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. he's not a star yet. Not a star, and neither he's, was Ken Bazemore. He's but he's then, capable. He's, he's capable scored. of a, a decent performance, yeah, but yeah. he can't do it alone. Right. And he is, has all the potential in the world. And then Dennis Schroeder, who's actually not good right now, mm-hmm. he's shooting like Rondo and shooting like Rondo. I saw some stat like since the All Star game, uh, Rondo's been shooting like forty percent from three since the All Star game or something like that. Well, good for him. I think um, least, yeah, Rondo's career shoot. is awful in terms of shooting. <laughs> so that was, I guess, that was kind of my point. Like, there's never been a rap verse. In the history of the rap <laughs> with, game, with Rondo three is shoot it like yeah. Rondo. Shoot like Rondo. Yeah. <laughs> That's not in your vocabulary. I, I, I want to auto tune that. Yeah. Like, please, please yeah. auto tune that. Oh, it's coming! It's coming for the playoffs. Um, okay. But then Dwight Howard is their offensive threat, and if he's only dunking, he's great. But he's doing everything <laughs> other than dunking, and so don't, don't, yeah. Dwight. Fuck that guy. Without Millsap, they don't have a team. So, you know, my prediction that last got, week. That got very aggressive. <laughs> that got very aggressive. He's like, fuck Dwight Howard. Oh, like, wow. whoa. <laughs> Anytime anything from the Lakers pop. <laughs> I got to say something. <laughs> Luke Walton. <laughs> it's all good. It's no, all good. Just very aggressive. Very aggressive. Shout Dwight. out to my team that I watch. <laughs> hey, Dwight, if you want to come on the podcast, yeah. you're still welcome. welcome. K Dizzle will just be quietly sitting in the back yeah. for that. Bring some candy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just a, a quick uh, PSA here The O Man's Lounge will co- is coming back in a few weeks To do a full recap of what happened over the season oh, yeah. So the O Man's Lounge was loaded this season But uh, we're, we're taking a few weeks off as yeah. we do some renovations yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to the O Man's Lounge 
right, we got to get into it. We got to get into it. One of my favorite segments on our show is who wore it better. So we have we have four different sequence of plays and d- different types of plays this week. So we're gonna go around the horn mm-hmm. on who wore it better. So there is a nasty Aaron Gordon alley oop from Alfred Payton this last week, or Darius, uh, Darren Collison to uh, WC- WCS. Boy, they both throw down some crazy oops. Who wore it better? Who's WCS? Willie Cully Stein. And I always, Thank you. I always, always screw that up. It does like I know it. I, I I completely know it. Man, I got zero pronunciation NBA game still. Like every episode into this thing. All right. So who's your vote? I go with the Aaron Gordon dunk. Uh, it just it was super athletic, and yeah. to see that in, a, in an NBA game. Yeah. Though I loved like the tenacious effort from Willie Cully Stein. Uh, gotta go with my boy AG double zero. Double zero. Double zero is we're going. We're going three for three on this right. one. We're going three for three. Aaron Gordon gets it. Uh, I think Alfred Payton's hair as oh, yeah. as a partial assist it, for this play. Yeah. Put up it he just he, he moves it up another level. All right. So, but Alfred Payton wasn't in this next clip. Uh, who wore it better, Aaron Gordon on top of Marcus Smart <laughs> or Davis over Sacramento? Oh. On uh, March 31st. All right, Kid is you start off. I'm going to go with Davis on this one. Nice. I just, he, I don't know. His game is like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> His game is fuck, That's I don't fine. know. That's, That's a great that, description. I got nothing. <laughs> Davis. I'm going to go with Aaron Gordon on Mar- over Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart wore that so well, he just fell to the floor. <laughs> so you got to yeah. break the tie. You got to break the tie. Uh, I got I to gotta go. I got to go with the Marcus Smart uh, with... With Marcus Smart, wore Aaron Gordon on this one. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah I, I think we're going two one on this one. Yeah, sure. All right, so the next one, I actually don't know this this play. Set up the play for me. Oh, Steph Curry was falling on the ground, but and... that's like every play that oh, he sure. does. So, <laughs> well, I guess he was facing the end of the court and he flicked it back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, went yeah. straight to Draymond Green's hands, and he's like, okay, oh. okay. I I did see that. Yeah. All right, or. Uh, or Rubio uh, to Caspi this last week, kind of like over his shoulder back back to him. Right. So who are it better? Oh, I'm unfortunately sorry, Ricky. Kiss through the sky, but um, <laughs> I'm going with my 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 not my boy Steph Curry. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ruby on this one. Wow. Just, he's a great passer. He's I'll, I'll watch his highlights anytime. So. Yep, I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with K Dizzle on this one. Ricky's Ricky has the nom from me, so nice two one on that one. All right, so the last one we're setting up here is a Ken Ken Bazemore buzzer beater on four one, or Westbrook on three twenty nine to send that OK OKC game into OT. But it's against against Orlando if that plays into your vote at all. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Westbrook buzzer beater to send it overtime. Yep, me too. Westbrook to overtime. No, I'm going with Bazemore. Westbrook, Westbrook has that in him. It's, that, that's automatic for him. <laughs> Bazemore has to try just a little bit harder. Gotcha. All right, so Aaron that. Gordon, Aaron Gordon, uh, <laughs> Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> just Aaron Gordon everywhere. <laughs> All right, we're going to go. We're going to go to the most wonderful time of the year from Riding the Pine. And we are back with the three man weave. Hey, what's good, fellas? 
Oh that? man, what an answer. The only answer to this question, not even the correct one, the only one, is Russell Westbrook. Interesting. Russell Westbrook. I'm doing how Harlem Globetrotter shit around my body, spinning on my finger right now. The second will crying LeBron replace crying Jordan in the Memosphere this season? Hi, Gee. Set it up for us this week. All right, man. We got to start with a little lighter topic. I don't know if you got much time to look into this at all, <laughs> think about anything retarded as, as this topic is. You are now owner. You are now an owner. Just flat out, here's the keys. Yes. To a sports-themed bar. A bar and grill. A bar and grill and chill. Bar and grill and, you know, no, no Grant Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, but fuck it. Let's call it the RTP. You know, bar and grill and chill. D-Will. You know, whatever the fuck you want to be, call it. What's on the menu? What's on the menu? I, I think I have my first pick for what's on the menu. It's, uh, it's some fried chopped liver from Andre Roberson. <laughs> <laughs> from? Yeah. From the barrels? <laughs> I had this killer cider the other day that was like rye whiskey uh, infused from the barrels or whatever. Yeah. And it's like so good. And I'm sure this would be so fantastic. <laughs> from infused Andre Roberson. Pretty good pairing. <laughs> I'm going to go with the DeAndre Jordan lob kebab. <laughs> it's like all these tender pieces of meat, you know, cooked right. And then they're just probably this, the lob, the jam, to mouth. <laughs> you get the commentator, you know. <laughs> all right, Kate Izzo, where are you going? Where am I going? Uh, give me Kobe beef. I don't know, like steak or something. Oh, yeah. Sure. There, there we go. Fine dining. I like that. I also think that, you know... We have a Dwight Howard candy bar for yeah. for, for part for of this. Like, yeah, for, definitely for dessert. So, <laughs> would it be his face? Would it be his face like in a Superman outfit? Would his face is a Laker it's, on the bench? It's just a Superman bar. It's it's it's, it's like a Superman bar, but it's a mix of like ten different candies. Sure. <laughs> he, he's the first person, so everybody has to pick a unique shoe sponsor. But Dwight Howard just says to the candy to the candy gods, "I am picking all of you." Yeah. One bar, one time. Here we go. And whenever you eat it, you never reach your potential. <laughs> you, can't, you can't shoot from outside of 10 feet. <laughs> never learn a post game in your whole career. <laughs> you know, we got the fried green tomatoes. How about the fried green tarantulas? Oh. Just like tarantulas, you know? They're, they're edible. Deep South Cut. You know, he's from Texas, which has no connection to tarantulas. <laughs> Isn't he from Maryland? Oh. He's actually from, yeah, he's actually from, <laughs> Sorry. he's actually from Maryland. But. I feel like we're missing something here if we're not, if we're not talking about something from, uh, from Steph Curry's wife. Right, sure. So what, what is she whipping up for us for this, the grill and chill menu? The whip. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Curry's, Chicken curry. Curry, curry stew. <laughs> Dude, we are so creative. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I think it was just the fried green tarantulas. I'm just trying to. I'm still trying to picture what that is. <laughs> Deep fried spiders. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly All right. I want to. I want to go to a separate question now. I want to. I want to go to this question, and I want to say, as as the MVP race is is heating up and finalizing, I want I want to go around the horn here and say and ask you if you could. Only take the opinion of one former NBA legend. Whose who's, who's consideration are you taking into account to make the, to make the pick this, this year? So f- forget stats. Forget, forget, yeah. forget all of it. Yeah. You, get, you get to go on the word of one, one former legend. Who's it going to be and why? 
Michael Jordan and his <laughs> vote and his vote yeah is probably Russell Westbrook. Okay. I'm gonna go with that. I'd probably go with Jerry West. You'd probably probably go with Kawhi. Alright. Okay. I think. Let me see. I think not Jordan Clarkson. I think I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Bill Bill Walton and I'm gonna go with Hold Bill on. Bill Walton. I love Bill Walton. Are you meaning Bill Russell? Uh, Bill Russell. Because <laughs> Bill Walton is like no, on some be, psychedelic no, trip. No, 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 no. Bill Bill Russell. <laughs> like, cut that. Cut all of that. <laughs> Bill Walton. Uh, this is my front backcourt problem that I had earlier <laughs> no. this season. <laughs> Bill, I'm going with Bill Russell, and I think Bill Russell is going to go Russell Westbrook. Oh. I mean, it's a Russell Russell connection. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. They shared some time on a commercial together. That was a good commercial. Probably the best of the season. Speaking of best of the season, the season's almost over, as you've asked. We have like 10, 12 days left. Seven games, probably max, for every team. What's, the, what's your favorite thing that happened this season? Not just of the last week. What's your favorite thing that happened this season? And, yeah, you got to recall it back. You can go back to, like... The Steph Curry like flops from the half court and you know for charity, or you could go <laughs> all the way back to like a seventy point Devin Booker game, or like the triple double from Harden, like the 40, 11, and eleven, or you can go with like a cat forty seven point game. You can go with like you know what what was a great story? Like the great story about maybe for the Lakers was like their first ten games they were like six and four or yeah. seven and three. And then it just all went downhill. Well, I mean, so... Okay, but... What's your favorite story that happened throughout the I mean, entire I year? that Devin Booker game was pretty fucking significant. Like, it... The 70-point game? As, yeah, with his, his young age, like, yeah. seeing that from someone, like, and I don't know, it was just unexpected to me. Like, yeah. when I saw that stat line, I was like, oh, I gotta see this. Like, see, you know, him... And he, he just blew up in the in the fourth quarter in that game and stuff. Yeah, good point. Like it's crazy because the game is shifting. The people, the legends are now, or the stars are now legends. You know, we're seeing the Tim Duncan's retire, the Kobe's retire. Who's next? Who's on the come up? Mm-hmm. And Devin Booker's like, I'm I'm it. You know, mm-hmm. like whoever scores seventy points in the game, it's like mm-hmm. me and three other people, right? So, I mean, good point, good story. It's kind of a broken record here, but I, just what Russell Westbrook has done this season. Yeah, I mean. I predicted like he would go off this season, and he he would have that fury in him just to uh, to put this up. But he is like he is doing it consistently over the season, and it's just it's it's not unexpected at this point. But just the consistency and him also staying healthy and being able to contribute and make and essentially single handedly bringing OKC to the playoffs. Yeah. I, I think that is that's absolutely incredibly interesting to me. I, I would have said that as my one A, you know, or yeah. my one B. My one A story is very biasedly towards the Timberwolves. Yeah, um, this has been kind of an interesting season where it started off pretty miserable, and we were, you know, throwing questions on defensive strategies, offensive strategies. But Rubio, yeah, Ricky Rubio, mm-hmm. has turned it on. Yeah, just like Jason Kidd. Almost identically to Jason Kidd and how he started his career and how he's how he projected himself to the future to basically you know procure what he was mm-hmm. as a legend of the NBA. Yeah, now coach, I guess. Um, Ricky Rubio is now a threat on the offensive end. 
Which is which is amazing. He's I averaging just, like 15 and 10, 15 and 11 the past few games, in the past few weeks. Yeah. And if this is sustainable or not, I have no idea. But he's like shutting everyone up. Yeah. And whatever happened this season is for is for not if we didn't make the playoffs. But we had palpable change, you know, from Rubio not being a scorer to being a scorer, from Wiggins to being a consistent 20-point shooter. Towns is an afterthought, but he's going 30 and 15 every game. Mm-hmm. But Rubio, man, like what he's been doing has been my favorite thing this season. Yeah. Very biased because I'm a big fan. But it just shut all media up about Rubio's game. Sure. If he can do this, if he can project this, we are playoff bound, motherfucker. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I. So I have a couple of other stories just to play off of this. And just because there were there were a lot of great things this season. I, I, I do want to say that the impact that Joel Embiid had in the very beginning of this season, yeah. even though what happens later on is damaging and changes changes the course of the season what the impact that he had in the connection that he had with the fans is incredible to see i think it's setting up a great story of what he can do if he stays healthy and then the other thing or the other two things are there was a pretty significant run for milwaukee kind of mid-season and it was showing the potential of that youth movement kind of coming up there Mm -hmm. and greek freak getting selected to the all-star game was a huge moment was absolutely a huge moment for, Honestly. for him, and it just the solidifies his abilities and and the come up of of the youth movement. Fuck it, man! I take my story back. Those three stories you just mentioned were the stories of the season for me, for sure. Yeah, Westbrook, triple double machine, mm-hmm. Giannis Antetokounmpo, and, and, and Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. It's it's hard to go against. I mean, any of those. It's hard to go against those, but all of those together, I mean, make this a very, very incredible NBA season. Right. I, I'm just, I'm so happy that we we had a chance to yeah. like even review this season the way we did, yeah. just because of how much awesomeness is packed into one season. The future, I think, yeah, the future of the NBA is just really exciting. All the young kids and stuff are doing good things and everything. So yeah, and it's 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 just bright, and it's just the diverse. You you start to see the diversity. You start to see some shakeup in the. In teams and structures, and Strategy, obviously yeah. just the the emergence of of teams who haven't been relevant for a, a long time, and they're starting to come into the fold. I think I think the next couple of years we're gonna we're gonna see some awesome stuff, and yeah. it's gonna shake it's gonna shake what's happened in the NBA for a really long time. Yeah, and um, what's really funny is like this is kind of an aside, but we were talking about Harden and Westbrook a lot. Yeah, Harden was like. An MVP caliber player last season probably should have been the MVP, but unanimously, yeah. unanimously, unanimously went to Curry. Yeah, this season, Curry's not even in the conversation. Curry's not in the conversation. Harden is the yes. front runner probably, and Westbrook is like now breaking barriers to be in the conversation, if not the first, the forerunner as a four seed. Yeah, and there's Kawhi and everything, but if Harden doesn't win MVP again, yeah, I. I don't know. I what just, does he have to do? <laughs> well, yeah, what what does he have to do? I I honestly think it's it has to be Harden, right? But it no, should. I I don't. Th- I think it has to be Westbrook. To, I, I think know, that's it has, what's like crazy to me. Right? I think it has to be Westbrook, but Harden is in the conversation. Like this is the this is the first season when I've actively been kind of thinking about the Back MVP yeah. picture that like either of them get selected and they they both have merits for being selected. So I, it's. Has there know. ever been co MVPs? Yes. Uh, what? 
has there there's never been a co MVP for a season, but there's been co MVPs for like an All Star game. Oh, okay, uh, okay, got it, got it. And that was like Shaq and uh, someone else, <laughs> Steve Nash. All right, so so we we took it we took it to the highest highs. Yeah. Let, let's go let's go back down to close out this this uh, three man weave with the lowest lows of the season. So I I want to go into <laughs> this the best things that happened, but oh. let's talk about some of the worst. I think. I think if you're going to talk about some of the worst, you have to start out with what the hell happened in Brooklyn. What happened? Like they, I think they've won what 21 games or something like this. They they completely destroyed the, that franchise over the last season, and it's going to take a long time to get it back. I think uh, the worst story of the season. There's so many. No, just just throw them out. Just. Just okay. throw a few of them out. My three in consideration right okay. now are obviously Vivek Ranadive and um, Vlade Divac and their relationship with DeMarcus Cousins. And then they told him oh, yes. they're not trading him and then they traded him. Oh, okay. So that whole bullshit that went down. Yep. I would obviously say the New York Knicks when they got <laughs> their Chicago Bull uh, team revamp. Yeah. You know, 2.0 with Noah and... Rose, which are basically both shells of themselves, and then they said, hey, we're a super team, and look, we're not even in the playoffs. And then, obviously, the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. What, are they, what do they do with the roster this entire season? They've been a fucking joke, and they're still in the eighth seed consideration. But, like, they're going nowhere. They traded all their crap for more crap. Actually, less crap. You know, like, mm-hmm. Bulls, Knicks, DeMarcus Cousins. Those are probably like my worst three storylines of the season. I think. I think beyond Brooklyn, I'm adding Phoenix. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to toss it to the Lakers fan to to talk a little bit about fucking Timofey Mozgov. <laughs> oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> We're a waste of money. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Getting a little ship his ass out. I wouldn't say fuck him. I would say fuck your team well, if like they paid him the money yeah. for it. <laughs> But yeah, yeah you're are, stuck with him. I think there are definitely definitely some low lows. But uh, so Timothy Mozgov was the lowest point of the season for you. I'm just I was for what what we paid him. I expected yeah. more. I don't know. Were you thinking playoffs this season? After like the first week, I was. Yeah. Wow. It was exciting. I was like, and then you win 21 games. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even near 500. You know? yeah. <laughs> About yeah. Well, expectations for next season then. Like, be realistic. Just, uh, just kind of make me understand you a little bit more as a fan of the Lakers specifically. I'd be happy with like a 40, 40 win season. Yeah, I think that's possible, and hopefully that means playoffs. Sure. Okay. It just depends on the draft and free agency. Okay. And stuff. All right. More, more prediction. More predictions for all the teams in the dog days. Yeah, so, yeah. all right, we're gonna go on. Uh, we're gonna move on here to uh, some rambling. A, a little bit of rambling. So. The Ramblin' Gambler. The Ramblin' Gambler. Whoa! Man, man, man. Ramblin' Gambler here. <laughs> Ramblin' Gambler. I am Honda here, Ramblin' Gambler, and I am back with a couple of bets. So I want to just, I want Vegas to look at the lens a little bit differently for the next couple of weeks. I want, I want to bet on no impact games, so games which have no playoff contention. I just, I just, I just want to throw, I want to throw people like Phoenix and Sacramento and the Lakers. I just, I just want to bet on those teams, and if. Especially if they play each other, yeah. be able to amp my bet. That's amazing. With, with, with an amplifier, um, I also want to. Well, I also want a three x bet 
teams with playoff implications. So so definitely teams like like Portland or Denver, like amping my bet like tenfold because especially if you put those teams together that have a lot on the line to close this out, that makes gambling a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, if, if we're going into playoff implications, I, I want to put the over on Dame uh, having a 50-plus point game. I, th- I think it's definitely possible. Definitely possible. However, it, that this is a hard bet because you have McCollum, like, who could take some of his points away and really fuck me over in terms of betting on this one. Um, I also, I also, after tracking this for the first time, I want to see a 200, 200 field goal attempt game. We're only 13, 13 attempts away. <laughs> it could definitely happen. Yeah. We, I don't think we have any more Houston, Golden State, but it's Houston. Houston, Golden State in the playoffs could happen. <laughs> like, they're going to slow it down, but they're going to slow it down in quotation marks. It's like D'Antoni's going to come up with something that's like four seconds or less. <laughs> And then I'd also like to see how many steals that Arisa could oh, could sure. could rack in one week here okay. before the uh, next couple of weeks before the season closes. Right on, right on. All right, so that's that's the rest of the Rambling Gambler. Hey, hey, Yo. Kay, you gotta you gotta bust out the the back fat for this week. Hey, man, I'm working on my figure. <laughs> of course, of course. But it's back and it's fat. <laughs> it's like that pork belly, you know. <laughs> Louis, Louis, Louisiana spice rub. <laughs> Um, it's back, it's fat, it's a track of a stat, and it's live, live in Ballard. <laughs> current, current NBA player, keep that in your mind, it's no Brandon Roy, alright? Okay. <laughs> okay. Current. His birth name, when he was born, is not actually what we call him in the NBA, okay? Hmm. Actually, that's pretty revealing uh, stat already. <laughs> okay. His, he has a stat that I made up called... The two point he had a, points per million of salary. <laughs> okay, he has a he has an average as a two point one points per game per million dollars of salary. Keep that in your head. So if he was a ten million dollar player, he'd you know twenty two point two plays. Okay. okay, all right. But he might be more. He might be less. All right. Um, I got the slurry no mercy jersey number stat. It's a it's a math it's algebra geometry. <laughs> if you add up all of KG's numbers is in is in, in his career. Yeah. And you know what those are. You know what those are. Yeah. Can you do that right now at the top of your head? Mm-mm. Okay. Sorry. Well, you know Tark Black's number, right? Yes. <laughs> Take KG's numbers in all of his career, divide it by Tark Black. Okay. So you know it's something divided by twenty eight, right? He's a featured member on uh, <laughs> the, the, episode twenty eight. The Tark Black episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then if you take if you take that Number. Okay. Hint, it equals one. Because <laughs> KG is 21, 5, and 2. Okay. okay. And then you take that number one times. So basically nothing times. Steph, Steph Curry plus Seth Curry divided by Jamal Murray minus Austin Rivers. All right. So that's his jersey number. And I think, I think you know it. I think you know it already. All right. No guesses, though. No guesses. Okay. As a kid, as a kid, this is a big hint. As a kid. <laughs> He was featured in a Burger King commercial. Oh, does that narrow? It down? Oh my God! Oh no! If you have it, dude, don't I, guess right now. I, I I don't think I have it, but oh, okay, keep 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 going. I have I have pages of notes. No, on this. I'm still thinking. <laughs> keep going. It'll take me a while. Good, 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 good. Um, he's actually been named as 
one of our you know episode epithets like this that this this episode is dedicated to this player all right no so we've been doing it for about 15 episodes or so so you know he's at least wearing jersey number 15 okay okay um He's first in this insane category in five consecutive seasons. Unbelievable. And I'm not going to tell you the category because it would give it away. Okay. He is the highest active field goal percentage player from this point on the court. Specific point uh, on the court. Oh, my goodness. So from the top of the key, from the free throw line, from the, you know, from the dunk. I think I might have it. Oh, no. And who is it? DeAndre Jordan? It is not DeAndre Jordan. Oh, okay. All right. And all right. thank God that, that you went there, not in the direction that I think it is. Okay. Because I have so much more to do. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> he's first in this category. Speaking of DeAndre Jordan, he is first in this category with over double DeAndre Jordan's career percentage from this category. J.J. Redick. Okay. You're getting, you're getting better at who a player could be. So DeAndre Jordan's career percentage of this stat yeah. times that by at least two, and it's this stat for this player. Okay. Okay, so you probably know what that is. He put his college on the map just for his time there, and then they kind of faded. In. Steph just, Curry. All right. I knew, I knew I would give it away. <laughs> I knew I would give it that away. That is a tremendous back fat. I'm, I'm, it took I'm, me a while. I'm clapping it up. K-Dizzle, we're, we're, we're clap, clap it up, clap it up for the, that back fat. Absolutely incredible. His favorite show is How to Get Away with Murder. His favorite movie is The Princess Diary. He was born in the same hospital as LeBron James. I mean, it's Steph, it's Steph Curry, but I was like, Meh. man. I was trying to fuck with you because I put Steph Curry in the, the jersey stat. I'm not uh. bad. So if you, take, if you take Steph Curry plus Steph Curry, it's 60. If you take yeah. Jamal Murray minus Austin Rivers, it's 2. So it's 60 minus, divided by 2, it's 30. Uh. And we just had Steph Curry's dedication episode as this. Oh, my God. He definitely threw it. And he, only, and he only has a $12 million salary, so it's like 25 points per game. Man, your math, your, your math is getting very complex <laughs> as the back fat's gone on. It's actually extremely simple because I just don't want to do the math. But um, his birth name was Wardell. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I, I And we didn't. call him Steph Curry. Oh, of course. He's the highest active player from the three-point shot. Ah. He is the highest. He is first overall in this category of the free throw. Percentage. He was in a McDonald's Nine. commercial. Because Del Curry was, was in the... Yeah. Oh, that's I that right. Was a giveaway. I thought okay. that was a little bit of a giveaway. And um, just the other thing that... We'll probably edit all of this out, but um, he was first, he's first in the league in free throw... Free throw percentage? Yeah. DeAndre Jordan is like 46%. This oh. guy's 90, like one. Ah, yeah. Of course, of course. I knew I should have put that last. Anything with college, you just, you and uh, fucking you. <laughs> I love March Madness every year. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. All right. We got to do it. We got to do it again. We're going back this week in basketball. <laughs> Little bit of player activity. So here's my predictions. Predictions for uh, players of the week. Dame has absolutely killed it. So he's my pick for the West. John Wall has been just hot in the East. So any other any other predictions, East or West? Uh, DeMar DeRozan or Isaiah Thomas would okay. probably be in there. Okay. Um, that's probably only the only three people that I would consider. Okay. Out of out of West, I would say like Steph Curry probably could be in this conversation. Okay. All right. And maybe Kawhi Leonard too. So Kawhi for sure. Okay. Well, so we, All right. we, we have three. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll have to follow it up for next yeah, yeah. week. All right. A little bit of player info. We've talked a little bit about um, 
little mm-hmm. bit about injuries. So we talked about Nurkic. Um, but there, there's some other guys that are, are out. Um, we had talked about Atlanta, but Deion Waiters is actually out right now. Yeah. And that that is not a good thing for Miami. He's actually been out for a considerable amount of time. Okay. Like just, almost a month and a half now. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, we, I don't guess. Know, we don't know the status of him. <laughs> Following Miami real closely right now. <laughs> well, they became old news after they lost the game. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> they, they started the season really bad, and they kind of turned it around. But Kind of turned around. They, they pretty dramatic. Abs- yeah. Dramatic yeah. turnaround. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. We haven't talked about this on the previous episode, so because Noah just got suspended. So 20-game uh, suspension for PEDs. Um Basically, this cost him a lot of money. So I was looking uh-huh, at yeah. fines, $3.1 million because Whoa. of having, having to sit out. Give it to the RTP charity. So, and there was, a, there was a huge announcement right before we started recording today right. that uh, D. Rose has a, a what, torn meniscus in his knee. So, I mean, he's, the, he's basically like Monty Burns from, uh, <laughs> from <laughs> The Simpsons. He just has like every injury known Mr. to man. Mr. Glass from Unbreakable for sure. Ah, gosh. So, yeah, so that kind of wraps up some of the injuries. Mm-hmm. The, there was a huge announcement that came out, um, I believe it was yes, yesterday, yeah, yeah. for so the 2017 Basketball Hall of Fame inductees will include Tracy McGrady, Bill Self, and Rebecca Lobo. So let's talk a little bit about this. So, Do we have to, though? Like- well, I just... I, I think I think Bill Self absolutely belongs in. I mean, he only lost ten games total oh, yeah. at at Kansas. Yeah, like absolutely he insane. It, yeah. He definitely deserves it. Rebecca Lobo has crazy stats. Oh. Thir- the thirty five and zero season for UConn plus a gold medal plus mo- like six seasons in the WNBA. Yeah. I mean, well, look she, at you popping up stats. She 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 deserves to be there. I, this is this is where I'm gonna go off. Does Tracy McGrady deserve to just be like first ballot into the NBA Hall of Fame? I don't understand it. I don't know about first ballot. I, like, but his what he did in the limited time when he was healthy was amazing. Was great. But it was like five but years only, right? He had a really short career and pegged with injuries, and his seasons were not based on his record because of his production it was because he was out and rick adelman was a good fucking coach so those teams are good he wasn't playing tracy mcgrady was always like if only he had stayed in fucking toronto honestly mm-hmm. if only he had yeah. he had stayed in toronto with vince carter mm-hmm. but he went to orlando and he went to houston all this other junk no he doesn't belong in the hall of fame i'm really confused by this i don't i can't really like back it up with anything yeah. but just from my empirical like evidence yeah there's so many other players that I like can he think has of. A, he, he never won a championship. He has like seven all-star appearances, but does an all-star appearance, does it bring you into the hall? I mean, I it think matters, it, it factors. factors yeah. It factors, but it's, I don't know. And he has like, what, 20, 20 plus points average for the time he was in the NBA? I don't know. It just, it seemed like a very interesting selection. So Didn't he, he had like 13 points in eight seconds or something like that at one point? One of those... Yeah, he did have that. He yeah. did have that outrageous thing, but that's that's not something that's, that. That's like probably his you. highlight of his career. Yeah, yeah I know it's Hall of Fame. Right. All right, we're gonna we'll we'll continue to debate Tracy McGrady in the dog days. Yeah. But uh, one other fine stat, and <laughs> as I've been as I've been looking at at the fines, I think 
I think the NBA selects uh, fines for technical fouls based upon a plinko board because it just it goes from it goes from two thousand dollars to eight thousand dollars, and you just basically put a coin up top and decide based upon the technical foul where it's going to fall. LeBron James has a new uh, game show called The Wall, and it's this giant plinko board. Yeah, I bet you that's where they got the idea. It's probably where they got the idea because I was looking at the stats. I'm like, well, why is this one two thousand and that one four thousand? Hey, Adam Silver, we figured it out. Yeah. You, you <laughs> We're on to you. You didn't think anybody would figure it out? RTP figured out how you, gotcha, how you do your fines. Oh and <laughs> we'll, collect our, uh, we'll collect our go money. All right. This is, this is potentially my, my favorite lighter news story of the entire season. Yeah. Hit, up the, uh, hit up the audience with what happened here. I'll hit you up. Uh, about two weeks ago... Um, a fan went to a signing session. Clay, Clay Thompson had a signing session with a toaster. Clay Thompson looked at it funny, gave like gave the cameras a funny look, signed it with a smile. Like this, that, that's odd, that's strange. Had a, took an Instagram picture of it, gave it to this fan back. You know, since signing that toaster, they haven't lost a game. <laughs> Just throwing that out there, they haven't lost a game. He's back. He's back. They just took a permanent marker. A gold permanent marker at that on a, f- a fucking toaster. You know, it's so funny that that went viral. People were like, fuck, sign my toaster. Another, them, another right? dude yeah. went to Toronto. It's spreading. <laughs> like, like, you know, like the, the plague. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. So a, a Jeremy lookalike clone, and not all Asians look alike, but this Asian clearly looks like Jeremy Lin, went to DeMar DeRozan during his signing session. I was like, here's a fucking toaster. Sign my father. <laughs> Sign my toaster. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? I'm sorry, I'm taking too long on that. But no, no, no. The, it, I think there is a movie. What is it? My Little Toaster. So, <laughs> the Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> brave Little yeah, Toaster. Yeah. I, I, we we just need to see uh, Clay in one of the <laughs> Brave Little Toaster T-shirt. <laughs> well, another lighter yeah. news: Aaron Gordon jumped over Marcus Mark like he wasn't even there. <laughs> In, <laughs> that's completely game related. <laughs> what's lighter? What's, yeah, what's, who, wore, who, who wore it lighter? <laughs> Lance Stevenson Lance was Dance. back, then was not, and then was back, and then was not, and then was on the Timberwolves, and he was back, and then he was not, and now he's back. But he's not in back bat. No, he's not in back bat. He is back with Indy, declaring himself. <laughs> declaring himself in his return back to Indy as the same as Jordan coming back to the NBA. Lance the Dance just go blowing somebody's ears, but get, what the <laughs> fuck? What is that? Just don't do that. So, <laughs> well, I love it. I love that he's home. He's they have to have that I'm coming home. He's good <laughs> for the NBA. With Lance. He's great for the NBA. And I just hope that the Pacers get into the postseason and then they face off against the Cavs and then he just, <laughs> he's seriously just on the bench blowing air. <laughs> That'd be the greatest fucking thing. Like that's what they, they and if he's out of breath because he's always injured and he has to recuperate, just bring a fan. <laughs> Can we talk about this low five phenomena from both Jimmy Butler and and Rondo? Sure, why not? <laughs> like, They've had an interesting season. They gotta keep it up, you know, they gotta keep it interesting. Why not keep it interesting on everybody. the free throw line and troll everybody? Yeah, they've been doing it, you know, consecutively over the course of the season. But someone kind of found out, like through the, the just 
seeing it repetitively. Yeah. And posted it on, you know, on yeah. Reddit and everything. And it's hilarious. <laughs> so they just, they low five their opponents. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're trying to reach for high fives. Yeah. Like, yeah. And usually when they shoot a high five, they, they try to grab everyone. Yeah. So like Rondo and Butler are trying to grab them too. So <laughs> Don't make this weird. Yeah. <laughs> so like the last picture I showed you, it's like Jimmy Butler's just standing there. Yeah. And, um, Marcus Morris has no has has no part in that. So he, he walks away. He walks away. <laughs> um, here's a serious lighter news. It's lighter news and it's serious, but apparently, so I don't know where it fits. I don't know. <laughs> this is the gray zone of, of our lighter news. It's it's uh, in the R- RTP purgatory. Um, Master P wants to be an assistant coach. I think uh, he could be an assistant coach. He what? was like a. He he was a really really good basketball player. Define really really good. I th- I thought he like actually I think he played in college maybe. Yeah, he like, played he played in college. Like LSU. I don't I, I don't know where he played. Like I just LA I, City College or something like that. I know that he played. But he plays he plays in summer leagues and stuff in in the uh, celebrity all star game. The Drew League in LA League. every summer and stuff. But I mean, he's got so much money. He could probably just just. Coach, be an assistant coach without getting paid. <laughs> like it doesn't really matter. Well, then it matters because then it does a trickle down effect. We got a celebrity now as an assistant coach. Now people go must see coach TV. Then you're gonna get Drake on the sidelines. Now oh, you get fucking uh, you know. Let's not. Let's no, not. The, no. the, the, the Shremen brothers. I love Drake, but right. let's not. Let's not wreck everything. Make him say. Oh. Let's not wreck everything. Let's not wreck everything. <laughs> All right, so. Going into next next week in basketball, so our RTP game next week is I have Cleveland versus Boston on the fifth, and that should be a really really good one. So that's going to potentially swing the first and second. Yeah, so that game. that will be fun. Other games of note next week: Washington versus Golden State on four two. I have Portland versus Utah on four four, which should be interesting. Milwaukee versus Indy on four six, which has playoff contentions and. Boston versus Atlanta. I hope Boston absolutely destroys them on 4-6. Worst games, and these are some doozies for this next week. Brooklyn versus Philly on 4-4. Dallas versus Sacramento on 4-4. Uh, uh, San Antonio takes on the Lakers on 4-5, which don't want to really watch that one. Golden State versus Phoenix on 4-5. This is just crush them and destroy them all on one evening, so you can witness everything. And Brooklyn versus Orlando on 4-6. There's so many games in the NBA as they wrap up the NBA. Do not watch these fucking games. Do not. This is do not watch TV. (laughs) (laughs) Stay away. Must miss. And the obscure game. So as we get into the playoffs, I'm going up. I'm I'm amping up my my foreign league this week. And I'm going to Hiba A1 in Greece. Of course, of course. And uh, Panthinaikos versus Olympikos. That that's who I'm going with. I have no idea if I pronounced that even close, uh, but uh, errors and omissions. We'll we'll catch that next week. All right, so that is going to wrap episode 34, Riding the Pine. I am Hondo here with Gee and back with K Dizzle this week. Gee, take it out. So Golden State played Houston twice last week. We noted it on the Riding the Pine game of the week. Well, there was an incident that happened in this game. James Harden is kind of known for his like crafty, I would say crafty, but I can't use another way to describe it. It's unorthodox uh, maneuvers in games. 
And he sometimes sits on people. He sometimes like lays on people. He sometimes flops on people, right? He's now pinching people, like players in the NBA on the team. He pinched Draymond Green. Draymond Green responds in this postgame. He pinched me. So I punched his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a Vencast Studios production. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, the pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.